This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9, you're on Bandcamp with Adam Todd and our next guest has recently released a free mixtape which features a track speaking out against homophobia. It's, uh, the track is called Never Scared and we've just heard it right now on Joy. He's in town to play The Laundry tonight here in Melbourne. Welcome to Joy 94.9 and Bandcamp, The Tongue, welcome. Hello, thank you. Thank you very much for spending uh, some, some of your afternoon with us. <laughs> My pleasure. We heard, just heard the track Never Scared. It's a track um, on your mixtape, as I just mentioned, and it speaks out against homophobia, which is something that we don't really hear in hip-hop tracks much at all, um, people speaking out against homophobia. We sort of see the opposite. What motivated you to write and release the track? Well, pretty much what you just said then is that we never hear it. We never hear anyone saying, you know, that there is uh, certain aspects of homophobia you know, everywhere, but also in hip-hop. And um, I just kind of felt like it was a bit of a disgrace, really, because to me, hip-hop has always been about being cutting-edge, being ahead of the curve, being, uh, you know, modern and forward-thinking, and to sort of, yeah, be carrying these prejudices uh, into the future is just ridiculous. And, um, you know, I also have gay friends and gay co-workers, and I want them to be able to come to uh, a hip-hop show and not feel uncomfortable. So I felt like, um, you know, I've been doing this for a while now, and there's there's a, there's a younger generation who do look up to sort of, you know, MCs like such as myself who've, who've, you know, put out a few albums and been around for a few years, and I think it's important that they hear from someone that, you know, maybe they look up to that um, it's not really acceptable to uh, be acting that way. Yeah, for sure. And, and why do you think other artists have shied away for it? Do you reckon they're scared that people are going to, sort of label them as as gay or what do you think the fear is there um there's a line in the song about that um even the greatest mcs never touch this topic precious pussies worried it might cut their profits yeah so i think that's it you know when i sat down to write the song i thought to myself has anyone like why have none of the great rappers ever touched on this subject you know surely jay-z has gay friends surely nas and biggie and you know, sort of all, all the hip-hop greats had gay friends. And, yeah. You know, I, I just kind of felt like it was time someone stood up and said, let's uh, ease up on the homophobia. And, um, you know, like, that, that's why the song is called Never Scared as well, because I feel like if you're part of hip-hop, you know, you shouldn't be afraid of your fellow man. This is, hip-hop is about expression and, and sharing uh, knowledge and having a good time. It's not about preaching hate. Mm. So, of any kind, you know. But, um yeah, I just felt like it needed to be addressed. In terms of the feedback you've you've got so far from sort of the wider community, but also the gay and lesbian community in particular, have you had much feedback, positive and negative? You know what? We we, we sent out the song to a whole lot of the gay um, magazines and stuff. Yeah. Um, and we haven't heard a huge amount back from them yet, but I did post up the song on some of the uh, Australian hip-hop websites. Yeah. And you know what? I was actually pleasantly surprised because, you know, like in Australia, there is, in terms of your fan base, and I've got to be careful here without insulting my fan base, but there is a certain amount of boganism mm, yeah. um, amongst it, you know. Um, it does uh, sort of seem to appeal to a certain demographic um, in a lot of places. And, um, 
you know, that's sort of where I, where I was worried that a lot of these sort of views were coming from. But once I put it, the song up on the website and people started talking about it, there was all, all of a sudden, you know, five or six pages of discussion on this forum. Yeah. And most people were really in support of it. And a lot of people came out and said, you know, I'm glad someone finally said this. I'm glad the song has been done. You know, it hasn't been done before ever in hip hop. So I'm glad someone's finally said it. So I think a lot of people were actually, they were just scared and they were waiting for someone else to say it. And mm. hopefully now that that sort of um, the ice is broken, so to speak, then, you know, we can, we can break down these taboos. Yeah, definitely. I had a look at that forum thread actually. And it was interesting to see that when some people were being a little bit homophobic about it and other people were instantly sort of counteracting it and coming back and saying, no, well, it isn't right for you to say that. And Because I think there was sort of a general feel from a, quite a few people that, hey, racism isn't okay, but homophobia, yeah, that's fine. Whereas it was, it was nice to see people actually coming back to, and saying, no, well, it's actually, <laughs> it's both discrimination. So Yeah, well, exactly. And actually, um, yeah, Triple J ended up doing this um, sort of panel discussion where they got stuff from the Hilltop Hoods on and actually asked him about what his his views were on the track and about homophobia in, in hip-hop and in, in Australian hip-hop. And he came out and said very strongly, you know, all prejudice is wrong, all discrimination is wrong yeah. um, of any kind. And, you know, Hilltop Hoods don't endorse that or stand for it. So that's pretty cool. Like, it has also attracted... Um, it has also sort of... I don't want to say forced, but, it, yeah, it has kind of encouraged some sort of peers of mine and some big people in the scene to come out and sort of state their case and pretty much everyone's been you know on my side more or less yeah yeah no it's great you're still going to get a few people who um it's challenging for them but you know it should be thing with most prejudices it comes from a lot of people you know I've, i've grown up in metropolitan sydney so i'm surrounded by um you know openly gay people and we have the mardi gras here and all that kind of stuff yeah um but i think if you're living in you know ballarat or you know you're living in a regional community or you're living somewhere where it's not so much encouraging you're not exposed to that probably why i think a lot of people they're afraid of the unknown that's generally where fear comes from when people don't know about something so if they haven't seen that the gay lifestyle and gay people are fine they're just you know they're just like the rest of us then that's probably why they're holding on to that fear you know but i think as people get exposed they come to realize we're all we're all people. We're all trying to get through this world together. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, and that's why it's important that both communities come together and sort of and talk about it. It's great that it's just sort of out there and people are actually talking about it and and probably um, having to think about what their their views are on it as well. So it's really positive. I wanted hip hop fans to actually think about what's the legacy of hip hop. Mm. Is it is it about positivity and spreading love or is it about spreading hate and prejudice? Yeah. Because it, at the end of the day, you can't really have it both ways. No, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's either one yeah. or the other. So. Now, it's uh, one thing to have a, a track out there that is uh, anti-homophobia, but do you think we'll ever see a day where a, a, a hip-hop artist will be out and proud, especially here in Australia? Do you think it'll ever happen, out and proud and accepted as well? Look, there are um, openly gay rap artists in the States. Yeah. Someone actually last week sent me a link to a documentary. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but um, a documentary uh, about the... Um, gay, bisexual, and transgender hip-hop scene in the States. Okay. So over there, it's starting to happen. Yeah. Um, with that said, I think the States are a little bit ahead of us socially. Mm. Um, Australia seems to have this thing about never wanting to change, and we think it's actually strong to uh, be stubborn and never change in this country, like in a whole variety of issues. We're like that, which I find pretty you know, disappointing. Yeah, yeah. But um, look, I hope so, because, um, you know, the way I look at hip-hop is that it should be 
a positive, inclusive thing. It's not about excluding people. Anyone's invited to my shows. I don't care who you are. If you want to, if you enjoy the music, come listen to it. You know. Yeah. yeah. But not everyone views it that way. Like, there are certain artists who feel like you know it has to be this or it has to be that. It's more. It's like an exclusive club, an exclusive club. Yeah, if you like. Yeah. 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 Um, which is which is like common to any subculture. That's not just hip hop. You know. Mm. Most subcultures sort of want to be exclusive in a way because that's what defines their subculture. But look, I would hope so. I would hope that we can get to a point where, you know, anyone, that's the great thing about hip-hop, anyone can pick up a microphone and say what they think. That's the beauty of it. It's very direct and, you know, you don't have to have musical training. You don't have to have anything other than an opinion and hopefully some rhythm and sound half decent. So I would like to think so. I think what we need to happen is we need a killer, incredibly talented, undeniably skilled gay MC who just all the rap heads just can't deny how how talented he is that's what I would like to see well maybe I'm going to have to go into training and there um, you go <laughs> although you I don't have no I'm not I don't really have that much rhythm so um <laughs> I, I might just have to be behind the scenes and, and push someone forward with a bit of rhythm and <laughs> if you hear of anyone coming up who's got skills let me know all right oh, no problem Excellent, cool. Now, um, on a personal note, I have to say, I can't get my head around the word faggot. I'm always confronted when I hear it. Um, yeah. Did you have any reservations about including the word faggot in the track at all? Um, no, because I was talking about um, the misuse of the word, and actually at the end of the song, and if people want to uh, hear the song, they can get it from thetongue.com.au. That's where they can get um, the mixtape. Yep. Um, and the mixtape's called The Sex Tape. But at the end of the song... Uh, I took a sample from a show called Louis. Um, Louis C.K. is a stand-up comedian. And in one of these episodes, these guys are sitting around a poker table and one of them is gay and they're asking him about blah, 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 and they're calling him faggot. And then he stops and explains the origin of the word faggot, which yeah. is it's a bundle of sticks. And the reason mm. they say flaming faggot is because they used to burn gay people at the stake. Mm. And they, uh, sorry, they didn't put them on the stake. They used to just throw them on the kindling with the other faggots. That's the sample at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. So I think the reason I put that in there is because I feel like it's important that people understand the origin of the word and what it means. Because I don't think a lot of people, I would guess, you know, 80% of people who throw that word around and probably don't mean to be offensive to gay people, but they don't realize what they're saying. They don't realize the meaning and the history behind that word. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So... No, I didn't have any reservations discussing the word because I feel like we actually need to bring the language out and go, this is what it means, this is why some people find it insulting. I have a problem with the word too. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a hateful word and I'm not into hate of any kind. Mm. So, you know, and, and there is a whole generation of kids who throw it around and they say, oh, you know, I don't mean to be, oh, I'm not being homophobic, it's yeah. the word we use now, but at yeah. the same time, how could it possibly be an insult, even in a joking way, unless you thought being gay was somehow bad, even subconsciously, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It's like the whole so, um, that's so gay kind of thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I have a problem with that because that yeah. immediately assumes that that's a negative thing. So, um, you know, hip-hop is all about language and I thought it was important we explore that word and, and the origins of it, really. Yeah, definitely. Now, you've done the track against homophobia that we've been talking about for most of the interview. Now, I've been trying to get someone to produce a track is really pushing for marriage equality, but the herd were kind of interested, but then it sort of fell away when the album came out. So is it something you, you would consider doing, getting the, um, the word out on marriage equality? And what are your views on marriage equality as well? Um, yeah, well, <laughs> there's another song on the, or a spoken word track actually on the mixtape where I talk all about marriage. I'm generally not in favour of marriage. Okay. You, straight yep. or otherwise, because I think it's a bit of a, 
outdated um, system that we have. Yeah. But with that said, I believe that anyone has the right to get married if that's what they think is going to make them happy. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. You know, 100%. So, um, yeah, I think it is just outright discrimination by our government against our people to tell them, no, you can't do that because we say so. Yeah, you know, these people can do it, but you can't. You know, you're not worthy of it, which I think is just completely wrong and hateful, and that's what spurs on a lot of, um, uh, you know, re- revolting attitudes, basically. But um, yeah, I, I am in favour of it. Um, I don't know if I would, uh, if I'm necessarily going to do a song about it straight away, but I will certainly um, uh, stand up for it and um, you know, go to rallies and 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 voice my opinion and vote against people who uh, can't handle it for Excellent. sure. Great, fantastic. Tell us a little bit about the rest of the mixtape. What can people expect from it? Because we obviously heard the one track, Never Scared, at the start of the interview, but what else can people expect from the mixtape? Um, well, the reason I did it, the reason I, I did the sex tape is because I felt like not many Australian MCs were really getting into discussing um, sexual politics or sort of the many aspects of, of human sexuality. So basically what I've tried to do on there is be honest about every aspect of, of um, sexual life. So, you know, there's, there's songs on there about groupies. There's songs on there about, uh, you know, marriage. There's songs on there about... There's a song called Two Girlfriends, which is not about cheating. <laughs> it's about sort of saying, well, look, you know, a lot of people are attracted to more than one person, so is it really so wrong to want to be with two people? Okay, yeah. Because if you think about it, we get indoctrinated from a very young age to say the way to be happy and the way to be normal is to be with one person and that should satisfy you. Yeah. If you marry someone at 25, you should still be happy to be with them at 70. And, you know, yeah. I just don't really know if that's realistic. Not for everybody, anyway. No, not for everyone. So, um, no. so a whole bunch of subjects get touched up, but I encourage people to check it out. It's free from the tongue.com.au. Excellent. People can, um, yeah, put it on and... and uh, and uh, hear all about my thoughts on sexuality. Fantastic. Sounds good. Um, now, the final question um, before we head off is the same one that I ask each and every guest here on Bandcamp, but I'm really looking forward to hearing your answer on it. Basically, I read out our mission statement as a community radio station, and in the 20 seconds or so it takes me to do that, I get you to come up with a mission statement for your music, so what you hope to achieve through being an artist. So are you up for it? Sure. All right. Well, here's your thinking time. This is our mission statement. Joy 94.9 is a gay and lesbian volunteer-based community radio station committed to providing a voice for the diverse lesbian and gay communities, enabling freedom of expression, the breaking down of isolation, and the celebration of our culture, achievements, and pride. What is the tongue's mission statement? The tongue speaks his mind. Simple as that, really. <laughs> nice and simple. I like it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, the gig is tonight at the Laundry here in Melbourne. It's a freebie, which we love. And uh, speaking of freebies, head along to thetongue.com.au for the mixtape. It's called The Sex Tape, and it does include the track Never Scared. A massive thank you to The Tongue for joining us here on Joy. Um, really appreciate it. Thank you. Anytime. Great. Thanks. Okay. See ya. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy94.9. Support Joy94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.